0: Welcome in A to these sports powered by the bed MGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are. Uh, Nashville's on demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at eight central time on Facebook, YouTube and Twitch links to uh, the show are also on Twitter timeline and make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok for more great Titans coverage throughout this off season. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us. And they help out all of you. Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute. BoneAndJointTN.org. The region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you. FBHP.com. atoz And Hughes and & Coleman Injury Lawyers. The official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you've been injured. In a car wreck, call them for free case consultation at 800-800-4600. So, Zach, uh, we're going to talk a lot about what Peyton Manning said uh, to Jim Wyatt of TennesseeTitans.com uh, over the weekend at the Pro Bowl games. He covered a lot of topics. Hendon Hooker, new Vols quarterback coming to the NFL, Josh Dobbs with the Titans uh, ending the season, Mike Keith and a lot of different things. You can go check that out at AtoZSports.com but Peyton Manning was a teammate with the Indianapolis Colts of new Titans GM ran Carthon and was asked by Jim White about Rand and what he remembers about ran as a teammate. And then what he thinks he can do as Titans GM here is Peyton Manning.
1: Yeah. very happy for ran. I saw him actually in, uh, San Francisco went to the 49ers Seahawks playoff game and he was going through the interview process and, uh, you know, uh, wished him luck, uh, during those interviews, uh, you know, I remember Rand as a player—smart player, tough player, accountable. You could tell he grew up in a football family. Uh, didn't take him long to figure out our system, and um, we put him in there a lot. You know, during you know critical situations because he knew what to do. And as a quarterback, you always want running backs in there that know what to do. Uh, and I spent some time with Rand uh, when he was with the Rams uh, at the year after I finished playing. Went out there and, and spent some time with, uh, uh, or maybe a couple of years later after I finished playing with Sean McVay and their staff. And Watch some film with Ran and that Les needs. So uh, great hire by the Titans, and uh, I think he'll do yeah, a good look, job. I mean, uh, they both want to win. You know, yeah. and that's all Mike cares about is, is winning, and uh, uh, Ran uh, speaks the same language, and, and so I think the two of them can work well together. Uh, you know, it's obviously important. I think for head coaches and GMs to be in sync, you don't have to agree on everything, but you better be communicating and talking things out. And so I think they'll do that, and uh, I think it could be a really good combination.
0: A really good combination, Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel speaking the same language. Collaboration was such a a big deal and a big word that the Titans used over and over uh, as they were going on their search for a new general manager. And, it, and you know, based off of Peyton Manning's words, uh, that he thinks those two guys uh, fit nicely. So, Zach, what was your initial takeaway from hearing Peyton talk about Rand Carthon and then how he how he fits with Vrabel?
2: Well, I think it aligns with what we know known and seen from Rand Carthon since he was hired, right? Football mentality, you know, level-headed, has a background that, you know, is, is deep and, and ingrained in football. And then I think that the other thing that I, I noticed in that clip is the Mike Vrabel comment of all he wants to do is win. And mm-hmm. that is true. I mean, that that's the one thing that we truly know about Mike Vrabel. All he's wanted to do to you know, in winning with the Patriots, with his coaching, with him being a head coach of the Tennessee Titans, whatever it takes to win. We, we heard Mike Vrabel, and I remember this show towards the end of last season, this was before they got bounced, you know, in the last week of the season, of we need more effort. We need guys to work harder. We need them to stay longer. It's not an 8-4 to four job. Those are the type of things that you get from Mike Vrabel that goes to what Peyton Manning says is he's willing to, to push and say, look, we're not doing enough to win. I know what it takes to win because Mike Vrabel has seen it at the highest level Mm -hmm. for the most consistent period in football history with the new England Patriots as a player. And now he's trying to, and, and it's different, right? Because speaking of Tom Brady on the graphic, we're going to talk about Tom Brady later on in the show, but he knows what it takes to win. And I think that when you look as a head coach, it's different, right? You can't – you really – Mike Vrabel cannot impact the game physically, right? He has to impact the game mentally and emotionally through his coaching and his teaching. And when Peyton Manning says that all Mike Vrabel wants to do is win, that comes from a place from a man to men that know what it takes to win. And this season, Austin – I think Mike Vrabel knew that the roster and what they were doing towards the end of the season probably wasn't enough to win. And that's why you got the results that you did.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, And, you know, that had to... I think it's funny of, like, how Mike Vrabel looks uh, when he was going through those weekly press conferences where he's talking to Titans media four times a week during a seven-game losing streak, and then how fresh he looked after... Uh, a couple weeks off when Rand Carthon was introduced as new Titans GM of like the losing was taking such a toll on the Titans head coach. Yeah, wipe your hands clean of it. Uh, go get some R and R for a couple weeks and get back to it and feel uh really you know uh, the ability to go after it. So real quick, Denise uh, here in the comment section has constantly said that uh, wouldn't mind Peyton as the OC or quarterback coach of the Titans. That's not going to happen. Peyton Manning is well above being an offensive coordinator or a position coach Peyton Manning's well above being a head coach in the NFL. He's got so many other things going on that there's no point for Peyton Manning to spend the the amount of time.
2: If he had drive to do it, he could get it done, especially in today's age. When you see, you know, the Dilfers, the, the Deion Sanders of the world, even the Jeff Saturdays get opportunities, but he doesn't want to. And I I want to clarify that it, but if he did want to, he could, but it doesn't, seem like those are his aspirations.
0: No, his aspirations are way bigger than a head coach in the NFL. And he's not going to go coach in college either. Peyton Manning's doing business stuff and fun things like the pro bowl games. Well, he uh, has been, he, I mean, he's been
2: active. He was at the bills game in Buffalo. He was at you know, the pro bowl yeah. games. He was working all yeah, fun. off season.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's, he's doing stuff. Right. But it, but it's not, you know, grinding like a, like an active coach would have to do game planning. He's having fun after football. So anyway, so let's get to this Zach, because there was a, we played the full video, but we, you brought up the winning aspect of what Pate Manning said about Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon, and it made me think of something. So I'm going to play that video again, just that second part of Rand and Vrabel together and what their goals are. Uh,
1: they both want to win. you know. And that's all Mike cares about is, is winning, and uh, uh, Rand uh, speaks the same language. And, and so I think the two of them can work well together. Uh, you know, it's obviously important, I think, for head coaches and GMs to be in sync. You don't have to agree on everything, but you better be communicating and, and talking things out. And so I think they'll do that, and uh, I think it could be a really good combination.
0: They speak the same language, and they want to win. So, Zach, let's do a little vocab lesson, and let's ask everybody this question here uh, on the show to get the chat more involved. Pick one of these words to describe this Titans offseason plan. We've gone over these words already, but pick one of these words to describe the Titans offseason plan. One, rebuild, reset, or retool. Pick one of these words right here, rebuild, reset, or retool, because, you know, the Peyton Manning said it, they want to win, right? So uh, I got my opinion on this as well, uh, and so we'll get to that. So rebuild, reset, or retool. Uh, but Zach, I'll have you tell all the fine folks about uh, how you reset and retooled and you're winning with Farm Bureau Health Plans.
2: Oh, yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> FBHP.com. I, 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 re, I retooled my health plan a year ago, actually right around this time. And yeah. you know my process, I am an open book. I say what I mean. I mean what I say. I put it all on the table. With this endorsement, I had no idea what they were going to give me, to be honest. I was like, I, I would love to endorse Farm Bureau health plans. I'm willing to take the risk, but we signed the partnership before I actually got my deal. And I was like, "Do we want to do that?" I mean, and they were like, "Yes, we do," because we, they were confident in the yeah. plan that they were going to provide me. And I went through the same checks and balances in the process that you guys will go through. What you do is you basically call in or go to fbhp.com/slash/a-to-z. I took a health assessment. It took me like 20 minutes. I opened the que- I, I answered the questions openly and honestly then they gave me a quote that's when my eyes got big and i was like whoa they weren't joking around i had better rates better service better coverage all provided to me all of last year i saved 20% every single solitary month compared to my old plan and they knew that i mean that was, and look it's a testament to Farm Bureau health plans of tennessee in which we we came back with the partnership this year and let's roll it back let's run it back Let's ran it back. Talking about ran Carthon. <laughs> we ran it back, and, man, I'm really glad that I did. So my health coverage is provided by Firmware Health Plans. That is uh, the truth statement that I could ever make. Yours can, too, by visiting fbhp.com slash A to Z.
0: Hey, if you are an existing user of the BetMGM app, you can take advantage of the NBA one-game parlay insurance feature by opting into that in your BetMGM app for NBA one-game parlay insurance. That means you get up to $25 back in bonus bets if your NBA one-game parlay of four legs or more falls just one leg short. So take advantage of that uh, this NBA season throughout the spring uh, for the NBA one-game parlay insurance feature when you opt into it on the BetMGM app. So Zach, uh, we're asking this question. How? What's one word to describe, or pick one of these words to describe the Titans' offseason plan? Rebuild, reset, or retool? Now, we get this because Peyton Manning just said it that Mike Vrabel wants to win. He knows Mike Vrabel. He knows Rand Carthon. They want to win, and they speak the same language rebuild, reset, and retool. Uh, Zach, I'll send you to the chat.
2: Yeah, we've got a lot of comments coming in, uh, which is good. I'm going to start with this. We'll start with Kicking to the King Productions, sprinkling okay. a little lunch money. Rebuild. Let's remember, Peyton Manning also said and vouched for Adam Gaze. <laughs> Gaze, I think, is he's, yeah. uh, he's trying to say. Being a great head coach. I don't really take his word seriously. Now, the reason I think, and let's go back to what Jim Wyatt, I think his goal was, is... As a reporter, look, one of the most well-respected reporters in Nashville sports history, to be honest, is Jim White. He was on the Titans beat for years and then became part of the Titans, uh, basically, communication staff and was writing for them for the website. His thought process, let's talk about to Peyton Manning about Rand because there's a history. He's talked to, you know, Peyton Manning knows Mike Vrabel. They've gone against head-to-head against each other in some big-time playoff games. And get his opinion. And, and and then I think the last thing is, Peyton was going to tell the truth, right? Yes. He, there's nothing to, for him to hide. He was just going to say exactly what he felt. So retool, reset, or rebuild are the choices. Let's go to the chat. Jamel says retool. Josh, Scott, DeMario, retool. Titan Rossi says retool. Kenny says retool. Dom, retool. Shannon, retool. American, retool. Here's a couple of resets, though. Tighten Up says reset. Matt says reset. Steven says reset. Here's our first rebuild from Joshua. So break it on down and build it up from the foundation up, which Mike Vrabel is kind of the base foundation. Uh, Retool from Tress if all things go well. Jay says retool, so does Gene, so does Devin, so does Eddie rebuild from Davidson, Clayton says retool, reset from Lucas, retool from John, reconstruct. So going uh, we'll have to define what reconstruct means. It's not a part of our three. Yeah.
0: Well, do you want let, let's pause here. Let's define cuz I think Zach your graphic does a good job of of really kind of describing what these words stand for, right? Rebuild I think that seems like a complete start over and maybe that's a first round draft pick quarterback uh, to be named later, right? Reset is you kind of run it back with Ryan Tannehill, Derek Henry and the foundation, and you reset some other things in the roster to help the salary cap get healthier. And then retool is you're going for it and you're going to go, you're going to get rid of Ryan Tannehill. I do think Ryan Tannehill could be a part of retooling in a way but a retool aggressive retool is going and acquiring a proven commodity at quarterback and going for it and not having you know whether a rebuild year or a lame duck year where you're resetting so that's that's all right so i'll I'll stop you there yeah
2: how would you define retooling with ryan Tannehill?
0: i think you would have to uh you would have to get aggressive in free agency and with the trade market. I think it's acquiring weapons uh, and offensive. Like give me an
2: example. like So this is where you would say, wow, the Titans are retooling with Ryan Tannehill. All right, I mean,
0: the first one to come off the top of my head, right, is on the fly. So I wasn't exactly like prep for this. but well, that's I why think, I asked it. Yeah, no, I think uh, <laughs> keeping Ryan Tannehill and trading for T. Higgins. From the Bengals or something like that right like that that fits what that will look like of t higgins and the Bengals are in a situation where they're gonna have to pay a, a boatload of money uh to a bunch of different guys and they have to pick one that they probably can't afford and t higgins is the first one who has an expiring contract so that could be an opportunity for the Bengals to get great value i don't know what that trade looks yeah, like yeah, or what pick I, it is. Yeah, I'm not but in the I, details but I, but I think I, I do think right. a retool with Ryan Tannehill is an aggressive move move like that in acquiring a weapon for Tannehill in the offense and also continuing to completely fix the offensive line fixing yeah. the offensive lines a must in any of these situations
2: right yeah so it doesn't really matter you're no. not gonna win any games if you don't fix the the offensive line no. I I think I'm with you it is a DeAndre Hopkins Keenan Allen T Higgins type of big time receiver to pair with Traylon Burks. And then you got to figure out what you're going to do with Robert Woods. You're probably going to cut Robert Woods regardless to pay the new premier because all of the guys that I just named are number one wide receivers. Robert Woods is a number two. And honestly, Austin, we're going to find out in the next three years what Robert Woods really is. If he plays for the Titans or some other team if he's more or closer to number three at this point in his career? I don't know. We'll find that out. But yeah, I think that's kind of the only way that you can define a retool with Ryan Tannehill. How do you answer this question? Is it rebuild? Is it reset or retool for the Tennessee Titans based on Peyton Manning's, you know, talking about, you know, Ran and Mike Vrabel wanting to win?
0: Well, I think there is zero chance that Rayne Carthon and Mike Vrabel, especially Mike Vrabel, has any interest in rebuilding. Like Again, what, what I think led me to this opinion is that Peyton Manning knows that Mike Vrabel just wants to win. Mike Vrabel and the New England Patriots kept Peyton Manning out of a lot more Super Bowls and AFC title games than Peyton wants to really remember. And so he knows what Mike Vrabel is made out of, he had played with Rand Carthon, who was an undrafted free agent who works hard, smart guy who knows football, football family, all those things that Peyton said. Vrabel, in my opinion, has zero interest in uh, in a rebuild year. But who, a re- who,
2: who does, right? Of course he doesn't. You're stating the obvious. I, well, I, he, that no, is I, not I think, his mindset. I don't think any... I don't well, think any franchise or head coach wants to but rebuild. But I think
0: that I think that there is an understanding in situations and Mike Grable was never brought into the Tennessee Titans organization for a rebuild. Arthur Smith was hired for by the Atlanta Falcons with an understanding that a rebuild was going to be uh down the road because of Matt Ryan's age and overall situation. And so that was how Arthur Smith was hired. Mike Grable was hired to maximize what they had already had in house. Or well,
2: five years later.
0: I know, I know. And so, again, in how Vrabel has been a part of the organization, it's always been compete, go for it, make the playoffs, or have a chance to make the playoffs and win the AFC South. Because Mike Vrabel, in all five years, they have had an opportunity where they've either clinched a playoff spot or they were playing for it in the last game of the regular season they've they've made it 3 times and they've missed it twice. And so Mike Vrabel uh, has no interest in rebuilding. At this point in his career, he has no interest in rebuilding and I believe that. Like we again, we talked about it this sh- earlier in the show. We saw the toll it took on Mike Vrabel losing 7 games in a row. He doesn't want to go through a season where he's going to have to swallow and understand Uh, this team might win six or seven games, eight, if it goes well, right? Sometimes you
2: don't get that luxury, right? Sometimes that it's the best thing for the future of the franchise. I'm not answering the question by any means, but in some situations, the coach, it doesn't matter what they want to do. It is just in the best interest. And honestly, Austin, you're going into this season where John Robinson has left, and not on his own accord, but has left the Titans franchise and a little bit of disarray as far as the cap situation. They are over the cap. They've got some bad contracts on the books, and that happens to every team every year, but they've got more than they ever have. This is not the team, that, you know, the last couple of years with money to spend. They're going to have to have money to cut to have money to spend. So this is why I say, of course, it doesn't have any interest, but this is not Mike Vrabel taking over a playoff team. Uh, this is five years later of a Mike Vrabel non-playoff team trying to figure out which direction they're trying to go.
0: So, Zach, I just I just thought of something, and I don't have the information, but I, I think we could find it fairly quick. When's the last time before this season that Mike Vrabel has been a part of a losing record football team?
2: Probably I mean, in Kansas City. I mean, oh, well, no, Texans, right? I mean, you're talking about, like, coach and player? I'm, yeah, I guess. coach
0: and player. And, and with the Houston Texans, they weren't a losing football team, I don't think, because he was at Ohio. I mean, maybe the year they drafted Deshaun Watson, but, like, out that was, like, one year. The Texans were not terrible early on. Oh, Mike uh,
2: Vrabel is a winner, right? That's like, what I'm it's, saying. It's like, like Tom Brady is a winner. There are some guys that are just winners.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's – yeah, maybe a couple years of the Texans – But outside of that, like he was at Ohio State under Urban Meyer. He was with the Chiefs, who were not a bad team, I don't think, at the end of his career. The Patriots, we know. He was drafted by the Steelers, who are perennially good or very good. And Ohio State, I I mean, when he was a player, they were fantastic. And so it's – and David Brown says 2011, Ohio State was 6-7. and Yikes. Was was Ohio State 6-7 and in 2011?
2: Well, here you go. Uh, I've got it. Okay. Houston Texans four and 12. What year was that? 2017 season in which Mike Vrabel was the defensive coordinator.
0: Ah, that's, that's when everybody got hurt and they sucked. Thank you. Internet. Yeah. So again, like, but again, if you go back... But it's Mike, one.
2: I think your point is not... is not how, is, It's how many. It's not which one.
0: My point is, Mike Vrabel's been a part of Ohio State and NFL franchises for damn near 30 consecutive years. And there's maybe only like three or four years where they've had a losing record that he's been a part of. And so, I again, I don't think Mike Vrabel has any interest in a rebuild. So my answer, Zach... Um, and, and we have a lot to get into because Neither of us have answered the question yet. I feel like this is a reset type of off season and I've got a lot of different reasons for it, but I think it's a reset type of off season. I've believed for a while that Ryan Tannehill is going to be the quarterback for 2023. And there's other things are going to look very different, but (laughs) Tannehill.
2: <laughs> I was kind of the same thing, Jay. <laughs> I,
0: this is my prediction. No, I know, in, I know. I my, just... Based off of my feelings and instincts, that I think it's a reset type year. Ryan Tannehill is expensive, if you have him, or if you don't have him against this cap. And I think there's so many other things that you have to address before Ryan Tannehill is a necessity of moving on from. I, I think regardless of who you bring in at quarterback, the offensive line is so bad. And the, and the weapons outside of Henry and glimpses of Burks and glimpses of jig are terrible that I, I feel like reset is the right approach for this offseason. And again, we talked about it some yesterday, Zach, where I said that I don't think Rand Carthon wants to trade up for the number one overall pick because that starts his GM clock immediately. And I don't think Rand Carthon is gonna trade for uh, the retool quarterback or the retool weapon to keep Tannehill to also start his clock. I think it's a reset type of year with a bunch of other ways. And you can you can you can go after you can answer it if you want to or you know react to whatever I said there. But I think uh, reset is where I answer the question.
2: All right, let's define this. I got a quick question. I, I have my answer. Okay titans trade up over the colts with the arizona cardinals and draft cj stroud is that a reset now they keep ryan Tannehill for a year for the final year of his contract but they draft their future quarterback and let him i'm, I'm throwing out again sure. hypotheticals Yeah, yeah that's fair but how would you define that because when you said this i was now starting to rack my brain of like okay how do you not just because I think the worst thing would be is to do the same thing and expect a different result based on the surrounding pieces of what the AFC South, I think, is gonna represent next year and really what the AFC as a whole. So you're you're gonna be in the same situation. You're gonna be probably the 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 NFL is gonna force you to play the Jags in week 18, and you're gonna be in the same situation again, right? So what
0: would how would you define that? I still think that would be a rebuild. I, I, but I also think if the Titans move up. To draft the quarterback in the first round, they can't have Ryan Tannehill because that because in that situation, kicking the can. I, I know, but in that situation, I don't think they can go into the season with Ryan Tannehill and a first round rookie. Why not? Because because now you you don't have that first round pick to help out the quarterback. The first round pick is the quarterback, and you've now you've got two quarterbacks. Only one of them can play. And so my thought is that the, uh, if you trade up, but Zach, if you trade up for a quarterback, I think you have to move on from Tannehill. So you get at least 17 other million to go help that rookie quarterback.
2: I don't think that they do. Well, you're going to get that money next year when he plays, right? That's the justification I, is you have your future and you're just maintaining. Because I why, why I put that together, again, it's a hypothetical. I, I but why I, I put that together is it it accomplishes what you said about Rand Carthon extending a year not
0: starting his clock right yeah, yeah. right because but, but,
2: he has his quarterback just, but he
0: hasn't officially started his clock i am just gonna say it because I, I i want this to be as clear as possible if the titans draft a quarterback in the first round and keep ryan Tannehill, they're doing both quarterbacks a disservice because and I think that's
2: more probable though.
0: But I don't I don't know. I think you have to, if you draft a first round quarterback, you have to cut Ryan Tannehill to save at minimum 17 million dollars to go out and get other players that can help the first round quarterback. Because if you're not helping the first round quarterback, then what
2: are you doing? You're going to help the first round quarterback when the first round quarterback actually plays. All of the money will come off of the books. Your hundred million dollar that's quarterback, a rebuild, then. So that's a rebuild
0: because now you're sacrificing 2023 and Ryan Hills. That's why, that's why
2: I asked the question. Thirty-six million dollar cap hit. Exa- so that's, that's exactly why I asked the question. So that is
0: that in my mind is is uh, diagnosed and uh, labeled as a rebuild in that situation. All right, so Zach, I want you to answer the question uh, here in a second, but first. Uh, So, again, here's the question that we're going to ask right now, and we'll continue to ask, reading your comments. Uh, How do you uh, – pick one of these words to define this Titans offseason plan. Rebuild, reset, or retool. I say reset. Uh, We'll see what Zach says here in a second, more comments from you guys. But first, let me tell you all about Hughes and Coleman, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. And if you have ever been injured in a car wreck or if you do get injured in a car wreck, uh, make sure you know who to go to to make that awful experience uh, make the most of it, right? To get the money you deserve from whatever medical ex- expenses you have and, and whatever you deserve from that awful situation. Hughes and Coleman is where to go. The official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans for a free case consultation. 800-800-4600 is their phone number. Again, they've got the muscle and the experience They've recovered over $1 billion for their clients in Tennessee and Kentucky and can do the same thing for you. Hughes and Coleman injury lawyers, for a free case consultation, call 800-800-4600, Principal Office, Nashville, Tennessee.
2: A to Z sports were powered by BetMGM. You know, I was on a six-game bet streak, win streak. Yeah. Make that 10.
0: Ooh,
2: Four last night. Four and O. Oh. Well, Check that! I forgot. I forgot my Cavs bet. I had five and zero oh last night. Damn, my my Cavs bet was not as big as my other four bets, so that's why I forgot about it. But I am streaking, baby. I am hot. I'm red hot. And thank thanks to Betmgm, you can be red hot too. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports. The best part about that, you get up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets. If your first bet misses for new users, so go in there, use that bonus code A T-O-Z Sports, all one word, A-T-O-Z-S-P-O-R-T-S. You can get a hot streak like big dog over here. I'm rolling it back tonight. We got we got Lakers tonight. Lakers. <laughs> is LeBron gonna do it? We're gonna find out. I think the over under is like 31 or 32. He needs 36. I don't know what we're gonna do, but BetMGM is gonna help us do it.
0: All right. So the question here, we've asked this. I've answered it with reset, but pick one of these words to describe what you think the Titans' office and plan is: rebuild, reset, or retool. Zach, it's uh, your term. Uh, what do you think here uh, with these three labels?
2: I think they will retool. Mm. Uh, now, defining retool, as we've defined what you've said, uh, is particular because there are good ways to retool, and there are very bad ways to retool. Because if you if you poorly retool Austin, you blink twice and you're rebuilding. Here's your case in point: the Indianapolis Colts. How many years have they retooled with the wrong tool?
0: This would be the third consecutive, right? Rivers, Wentz, Ryan.
2: Rivers, Wentz, Ryan.
0: Say Wait, that then, five times fast.
2: I, I can't do that. <laughs> um, that, but so you've got to be yeah. very careful in how you retool, because how would you categorize the Colts now? Uh, disaster. But they are rebuilding. Yeah. Right. So I think that they are retool tooling. They've got some quarterback options out there. I think that they've got Aaron Rodgers to start. We haven't had our Aaron Rodgers show, Austin, you and I, but mm-hmm. um, I think you kind of know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. I think that that could be a good, great retool and for both parties. Uh, Derek Carr, I think is a question mark retool that could find you into a rebuild mode or maybe you, you know, a different place for Derek Carr can serve him some good. You could retool with Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance because they've got to figure out that and the connection with Rand Carthon. You could retool with, uh, you know, a a plethora of different ways and there's going to be different quarterbacks this offseason that come out of the woodwork that you're going to say, oh, what? You could retool with Lamar Jackson. I don't know. I don't know who knows what that's going to happen, right? So there are all all these different ways, but I do think I agree with what you said at the beginning on how much – well, and Peyton. I agree with you and Peyton. Mike Vrabel hates to lose. He wants to win. And I think Rand Carthon wants to come out of the gates and not take a step back. He wants to take a step forward. Now, I don't think he's – I don't know if he believes, and I don't know, to take a leap forward, right? I don't think you, in one year, unless you have Aaron Rodgers, you're not going to take a leap forward to compete with Burrow, Mahomes, and Josh Allen. But I do think that this is a retool type of offseason, and it's going to start with cutting all of the players that we've talked about, like Cuttingham, possibly Ben Jones retiring, Luan, Dupree,
0: yeah woods
2: and it's going to free up a lot of yeah. money to yeah. retool
0: yeah 45 million dollars right there um on the screen uh that you can free up you know asap right and so uh i just you know and, and i've got a lot of opinions about the quarterback situations that you just named through i'm not gonna we'll have we'll have more shows and specific conversations about them um but you know i i do think there's a lot of hoops you got to jump through to get some of those guys. I don't think a couple of them that you mentioned would be upgrades um, <clears throat> for the Titans when it comes to financial and on the field. Uh, so, you know, the Ravens is going to be, you know, as Tom Brady was one domino effect to figure out what the quarterback shuffle was going to be this off season, Lamar Jackson is another one. And what the Ravens decide to do with Lamar Jackson, whether it's uh, do the exclusive franchise tag, and then attempt to trade is interesting because that's a lot of logistics that we have to kind of understand the situation. If the Ravens want to use the exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson, that means that he cannot talk with other teams about an offer sheet, Which, but that also means that the Ravens have to commit and understand they might be stuck with $45 million on the cap right now.
2: And 31 teams may call their bluff. And force them to play with Lamar Jackson yeah, if for they don't want to play with Lamar Jackson.
0: Yeah, for forty-five mil. But if they ju- if they don't exclusive franchise tag, then they just they, then the the numbers lower. But now a team can negotiate with Lamar, and they don't get what they could get in a trade. And so, exclusive franchise tag Lamar and try to trade him seems like where that's going. But there's a that's a lot to give up. Uh, You know, talk about three first-round picks or whatever that might be, plus what you have to pay Lamar Jackson on the other side.
2: Here's what the Titans have to do if they're going to retool. And I said this analogy in our pre-show conversation. If you're going over your neighbor's house to borrow a drill because yours has a faulty electric wire, you know how sometimes they, you know, at the base of those drills, if it's not battery-powered, it kind of gets faulty? Well, you go over there. You don't want to trade for uh, another drill that – doesn't you know, lock in the bit, right? You don't want to trade for another drill that has a fault. You want to trade for an improved one. That's yeah, how you, they you have go, to retool. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is the improved one. There are some guys on the marketplace that are just as faulty of a drill. That's not retooling. That's maintaining. And you're probably going to get to the same result as teetering on the playoffs and then getting bounced early. Yeah, and... I think, and, and, I, and I think the chat, the chat answered the question of what they want, and I think that really was cool. that that was powerful
0: because that's they, fun. Like right, well, no other
2: re- time, I think they're done. They're like me. I am done with Ryan Tannehill. It is not about his personality. It's not about his leadership. It's not about his toughness. It's not about Ryan Tannehill as the person. It's him as the quarterback. I, I'm I, after the Bengals loss. I'm I was done with them. I and, know. He cannot get the team where they need to go. yeah. And I so you. I think the chat after a long, hard year is now on my side of that. Done with Brian Tannehill.
0: All right. So then there's the, there's the Tom Brady update where I think this is interesting too because he didn't shut the door when he had an opportunity to shut the door on playing this upcoming season. Did he set that domino back up? I mean, it's it's like <laughs> it's like the bowling pin. I watched bowling the other night uh, for whatever reason, and it was very entertaining. Uh, but it's like the bowling pin that's wobbling. It's like you don't know if it's going to fall or not, and it could fall, and then you get a strike. Or it stands, and you're like, damn it, 7-10 split. What the hell am I going to do now? Tom Brady is that bowling pin uh, right there. So Tom Brady left the door open a little bit. We'll update that right here. Tom Brady told Colin Coward yesterday that he is going to wait to start his Fox sports broadcasting career until 2024. So he's delaying it a year. So that's, again, he was asked about, are you, are you done playing? Are you willing to play maybe in 2023? And he skirted the question. He delayed the the big $37.5 million a year from Fox until uh, two seasons from now. So, this question, real quick, Zach, do you think Tom Brady will stay retired or unretire in 2023? And I'll let you tell all the fine folks about Wilson County Hyundai before we get their answers on the GOAT if he's going to come back or not.
2: Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai, they're also the GOAT of dealerships. Quick trip down I-40, exit 236, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Take a look at their inventory, including the Palisade, the full-size SUV with third-row seating, all the bells and whistles that you want, the perfect family car. Trade in your mother's minivan and get into a Palisade. They're sick. I saw a comment yesterday saying that they had a Palisade, which is great. So they they they're they're an endorser of the Hyundai. We love the Hyundai. We love Wilson County Hyundai. Including the Sonata, which is a four door sedan, the Ionic, which is battery powered. They have your perfect make and model. You've just got to go find it at WilsonCountyHyundai.com.
0: You can find a great bet tonight in the league, in the NBA, with NBA one game parlay insurance with your BetMGM app. All you got to do is opt in to that NBA one game parlay insurance feature, and you get up to $25 back in bonus bets if your NBA parlay, one game parlay of four legs or more. Falls just one leg short. I've done it a lot, trying to get back into the NBA uh, after this upcoming weekend with my BetMGM app too. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older. Tennessee only. All promotions subject to qualification. eligible requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued at knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire 7 days. And for problem gambling support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Zach, here is Tom Brady telling uh, Colin Coward yesterday that he is. Uh, going to begin his Fox Sports broadcasting career in 2024, not in 2023, as we might have expected, because that deal's been done for now basically 12 months. Uh, that Tom Brady will join Fox uh, after his career is over for $37.5 million a year over the next 10 years. Uh, and so he's going to wait. So, will Tom Brady stay retired or unretire in 2023? That's the question we're discussing now because it feels like Brady could have said, I'm done. I'm not coming back. But he left the door open with a Fox situation and he just didn't answer the question from Colin uh, with a clear answer of I'm done. Uh,
2: Real quick. Shannon says the chat is having a superior show to the host today. Shannon, that may be the case, but you're bringing the chat down. And the reason why you're bringing the chat down is by saying Brady is not the greatest of all time. So that that tells you how stupid you are, Shannon. So take a long look in the mirror. The chat's doing a great job. And you're bringing, you're like the guy on trivia, right? We're about to do trivia a little bit later. You're the guy bringing down. So raise your level up so the chat maintains its excellence from today because in no way you could write an essay in the chat or however many characters it allows. And you still could not back up the fact that Tom Brady isn't the greatest of all time. So bad on you, Shannon.
0: Shannon's been uh, in
2: a weird mood. Well, that that, that's why we got to call his ass out. Uh, Sorry, bud. That's how this works. Uh, Brad says, stay retired. Mark says, stay retired Unretire there for Steven saying that Brady is waiting for another team. Uh, Brady is done. Titans Rossi thinks stays retired. Um, Let's see. Stays retired from Noah. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, of stays retired. Please stay retired, Patrick. So I, I think I think America. You know, Brett Favre did this, right? He he, Jets, Vikings. There was a three year period where you're sitting there, like, okay, Brett Favre. All right, okay, okay. And we're at that point with Tom Brady, I think. And it's unfortunate. It just lasted one year, right? Now, the one year was so disastrous that mm. on the football field and off the football field, we publicly had to see the greatest quarterback of all time go through an array of, of of bad situations, right? Whether it was the divorce of Giselle or whether it was on the field throwing numerous footballs into the ground that you don't really see Tom Brady do. Yeah. So I, I personally think that this is it for Tom Brady. I don't think he will open the door back up. I think he will stay retired. And I think this is a reset. A yeah. reset to then go do his next uh, career in broadcasting that he's kind of been set up for. But yeah, Tom Brady needs to take some time. And guys like Tom Brady, the idea of time... I think is exciting. But then once you get in four months into time, I think you get restless. But I do think that he will stay untrue because of his personal life. I think that will hold him accountable to his retirement and take a year off, reset his mind and his body, and then go forth with his next career.
0: Yeah. Zach, my, uh, my grandfather tried to retire at like 44 years old, uh, but he retired in the winter. And so he got really bored real quick and then started doing something else in his second career for the next 40 years. Uh, but the joke is if he retired in April, he would just play golf and probably wouldn't have started that second career. So what does Tom Brady do? I think the timing is interesting. I think Tom Brady needs to to decompress, right? Like he's been so go, 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 go for 20 years or more that he needs to decompress, he needs to get away, he needs to kind of figure out what is life after football and then be able to miss the game enough to come back and do a great job when it comes to broadcasting. And Tony Romo is going through his, uh, you know, the honeymoon phase of Tony Romo's broadcasting (laughs) career is over, and now people are coming after him, and he got the big payday, and now it's not working out that great. So I think Tom Brady taking a year off, I think is a smart thing from Tom Brady. I don't think it means he's going to leave the door cracked for, you know, uh, a team with high expectations that has a quarterback injury in August or September that gets desperate. So they call number 12 and have them come back. I don't think that makes any sense.
2: It's just defined as the phase of your life. You have phases, right? So, uh, you know, I I was fortunate enough. I spoke to my former high school on Friday and they're ending a phase is you're just going into another phase. Tom Brady is going into another phase but he needs to he needs to take a step back and really ass- assess his career what it represented take some time off and then, but he doesn't need to sit around no, for the next 30 no. years. I don't sometimes, think we're a, saying that,
0: yeah, sometimes a gap year after high school is good for you before you go to college. You know, people do that. Like, that's the thing. I, so, look,
2: I was a cabana boy on the beach after I graduated college. I remember my dad saying, What the hell are you doing? You just, you just spent four years, and paid four years for your college, and then you're going to go down and, and, put up umbrellas for beach goers? No,
0: it's a gap year, dad. I'm trying yeah. to find myself.
2: I don't regret that one single bit. And then I started my career in, you know, the sports talk realm. I knew what I wanted to do, but I did. I took that, that, that gap and damn, I'm glad that I did. Right. I can't do that now. I don't foresee me, me doing that now. So the, like, dad, Tom I Brady was... needs to go. Find him a cabana boy job and do a
0: little gap year. Yeah. Every time I put up an umbrella, Dad, I was just thinking about my 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 next career moves. I was just, I was yeah, I, wasn't, I, wasn't thinking, I
2: wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> I think I was more thinking about who I was putting the umbrella up for.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So we both think Tom Brady's done. I think that you know, funny uh, gap years uh, before or after college or after your NFL career, whatever that might be. All right. Let's uh we, we took a gap week last week when it came to trivia because we sucked. We went two and three as a unit, and I I'll take responsibility for one of those misses uh there. So we gotta bounce back here for Tuesday sports trivia. We gotta go at least four and one. We're at 67%. We got five more questions coming up, four sports, one non-sport. So we'll get to Tuesday sports trivia here in a second. But let me tell you guys about the Boning Joint Institute. Uh, they can take care of you whenever injuries happen in life. It's either you or someone you care about. Uh, whatever it is, if you're, if it's uh, one of your parents, uh, grandparents that get hurt in older age and need to get back to health, they got that. If it's you doing something silly, wreck sports, messing around with your kids, uh, and you get hurt, go see the Bone and Joint Institute. All the way up to youth sports and professional and college athletes, they've got you covered, and they've got specialists there in their physician database who cover every type of injury and in a great rehab facility on site in Franklin Tennessee it's so easy to get to cuz it's right off i65 and highway 96 boneandjointtn.org
2: bet mgm they power us and they should power you use the bonus code ATOZ sports all one word in the Bonus code tab. This is the king of the sports book. I'm rolling hot. You can roll hot with BetMGM. Go to your app store and download the app today in your Apple or Android app store, especially because the big game is on the horizon and we got deals for you. Use that promo code or excuse me, the bonus code right there at the bottom of the screen. That's A-T-O-Z sports, all one word. Let's get to it.
0: Tuesday sports trivia here on the show. We went two and three last week. We need to go four and one today. We're at 67%. We have one rule. It's no Googling. And Johnny, yes, we need a reset with trivia. That has been a theme of the show. We're not, I mean, or we can retool and get really good here and go five and oh. But a four and one would be a solid reset for today's uh, Tuesday sports trivia. Four sports questions and one non-sports. Zach, let's uh, jump into it. Super
2: Bowl edition. Okay. We start with the Kansas City Chiefs. Which team beat the Chiefs in the 1986 AFC wildcard game? The Raiders, the Jets, the Browns, or the Seahawks? Which team beat the Kansas City Chiefs in the 1986 AFC wildcard game? The Los Angeles Raiders, the New York Jets, the Cleveland Browns, or the Seattle Seahawks. Now, the interesting part is the Seattle Seahawks were in the AFC at the time mm-hmm. because they they switched. Seahawks were created in 1976 along with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I do know that. But which team beat them in the wild card game? We need somebody that has a little bit more experience maybe mm-hmm. in life uh, that remembers the 1986
0: playoffs. We're but getting wh- Browns. Uh- 80s. I mean, I don't, I was not born. So uh, Scott, Scott says Brown's lock it in and Scott, this is our guy. Scott is our, th- is our MVP when it comes to, you know, history with the NFL trivia.
2: You want to lock it in?
0: I mean, I feel pretty good when it comes. I mean, I, I, I trust Scott with a lot of these type of questions. And he said, "Browns locking in." I trust Ronnie Snead, who says Browns. All right. Um, And so, Bernie Bernie uh, Kozar year, not Kodak, but Bernie Bernie Kozar years. Uh, So let's go Browns final A to Z.
2: Shouldn't be so trustworthy there. Oh no! Ending a five-game losing streak, the Jets down the Jeeps thirty-five to fifteen. The Jets had started the season ten and one before winding up 10 and six and failing to win their division. Well, the 1986 jets.
0: Xavier got it right. Mark got it right. Devin says, suck it, Scott. Hey, let you know, led by
2: coach Joe Walton. They were 10 and six. I'm trying to figure out who was the quarterback
0: of the jets
2: pat ryan oh he played current two games ken o'brien played the majority of the season with 14
0: pat ryan former titans uh color analyst and current vols color analyst um all right so zero and one gosh
2: dang it that was not the way we needed to start
0: this no thing. no bounce back time
2: who was the man that coached the eagles to three consecutive nfc championship appearances in the 1940s
0: oh geez i was about to say andy reed well again I mean, this I, be too
2: easy there are some yeah, questions yeah. that i just can't answer because i know the answer James. yeah for so sure it's useless for me to even ask no, so i'm, I'm not with gonna you. do it um uh so here are the options greasy neil jim trimble burt bell or buck shaw Who's the man that coached the Eagles to three consecutive NFC championship game appearances in ni- in the 1940s? Greasy Neal, Jim Trimble, Burt Bell, or Buck Shaw?
0: I mean, Xavier said Coach Bell um, before you even said the name.
2: There's value to that.
0: So I think we have to go, uh, and Dick is not that old, uh, Jake. Um, but, you know, so I, I say we go with Coach Do we, Bell. Do we have any other... Um... I don't think anybody's answering with confidence other than how Xavier did. And Xavier got the last one right. And again, he answered it really quickly. So I'm going to go with Xavier's Coach Bell.
2: Let's see here. We are o and 2 Inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1969, Earl... Greasy Neal coached the Eagles 1941-1950. Three championship games were 1947,
0: 1948, and 1949. Mm. Okay. So, I mean. Those are tough. Those are very specific. I mean. All right. We can't strike out. We're down 0-2. We got to swing.
2: For the Kansas City Chiefs, all the, the team's three AFL championship game wins were one on the road. True or false? All the team's three AFL championship game wins were one on the road. True or false? I mean, that's like... I feel like that's like a true, right? Like that that's the fact. Well, they, I mean, <laughs> David, David, David and Mark are right. We're in rebuild mode when it comes to trivia right now.
0: I, you know, I, there was something, if you remember, go back to when Marcus Mariota threw a touchdown pass to himself in the playoffs. There was a thing about the Chiefs not being able to win home playoff games, and it was like a deal, like a long franchise issue that they could not win. At well, because home.
2: Joe Montana had an opportunity at home to win his Chiefs playoff game, but he did, didn't he? He well, wanted, I mean, he won, but that's why I'm just I, I'm yeah, going I back and forth. I think it's true. I think we go
0: true. I think we go true. All on the road.
2: We can't go 0-3, can we? You want to lock it in?
0: We totally could. But yeah, we're going to go true, final A to Z.
2: Impressively, the team won all three AFL championships it appeared in. They beat the Houston Oilers 20 to 17 in double overtime. They beat the Bills 31 to 7 in 1966. They beat the Raiders 17 to 7 and all three were on the road.
0: Whew. All right, we're one and two, so we've we've got a chance. All right, last sports question.
2: What team did the Eagles play during the first nationally televised game on a major network? What team did the Eagles play during the first nationally televised game on a major network? The Patriots, the Brooklyn Dodgers, the Chicago Bears, or the Pittsburgh Steelers?
0: Um the Brooklyn Dodgers. I I was thinking the Giants before you mentioned um the options.
2: I I I don't think it's the Patriots, and I, I honestly I don't think it's the Steelers. I think it's between the Bears and the Brooklyn Dodgers.
0: Yeah, I feel like the Bears is probably right. Like the Brooklyn Dodgers. Titanium Titan says Dodgers lock it in. Scott says Dodgers seem like a weird one. Uh, Titanium Titan says uh, trust me on this one that he knows it. Do we go with our titanium Titan? I mean, Kentucky we, need, Wildcat we, need, guy?
2: we need some sort of help.
0: We, all right. So, this one's on titanium Titan. If we miss this one, then that, that's squarely on his shoulders. So, we're going to go with the Brooklyn Dodgers finally to Z. October 22nd,
2: 1939. The game was televised on NBC, making the first game broadcasted on a major network as the Eagles played the Brooklyn Dodgers. Man.
0: Okay. Tiffany says y'all are trusting everybody. Yeah. When we don't know the answers, we we have no choice. Well, look again, I, I picked this and
2: let me clarify Yeah. there. I'll give you an example of like questions that I can't ask. Like there are some that are so easy that like, Kansas City Chiefs were originally known as what team? The Texas Titans, the Houston Texans, the Dallas Texans, or the Kansas City Chiefs? I know that. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to.
0: Wasn't the Dallas
2: Texans? It's the Dallas Texans. You know why? Because my parents went to a game with the Dallas Texans. They had a red helmet with a uh, Texas state, uh, white state uh, emblem with a star in it. That's the Texans logo. I'm not going to ask that because it's too easy. So Nerd I have nerds. to kind of press our like yeah, I have to find the hard ones. I don't so enjoy two, this. Yeah, but... so
0: we're two and two, and we've got one question left. We've got to have this. We cannot go back to back two and three. We got to have our non-sports question correct.
2: All right, nerds, <clears throat> nerds.
0: Who are you calling nerds?
2: What was the first portable computer? The Epson HX20, the Cray one the Osborne one, or the IBM 5155? What was the first portable computer? The Epson HX20, the Cray one, the Osborne one, or the IBM 5155?
0: I feel like it's the Epson. That sounded right to me. Now, Xavier says the Osborne one. Noah says Osborne one. That is my kind of
2: gut. That sounded familiar because I don't know
0: this. But Dom the, says the Osborne that he had to do research on this a while back. So we're getting a lot of Osborns. I think all of them have been answered. Osborne one is popular, is the mo- and now people are seeing the IBM 5155.
2: I think I think we go with the gut of the Osborne. Fine with me. This is to go three and two, not two and three, correct?
0: This is to go, this is to go three and two or two and three. Yeah. We're currently two and two.
2: I think we gotta go Osborne.
0: All right, so let's go Osborne, final A to Z. In nineteen eighty
2: one, the world's first portable computer weighing almost 24 pounds. (laughs) Wasn't very portable by today's standards, but it was light enough to carry and could fit under an airplane seat. Mm. It sold, this would be another good question. How much was the first portable computer? $10,000. <laughs> uh, $1,795. Came with a five-inch display, a modem port, two five and one-fourth floppy drives, a battery pack, and 64 kilobytes of memory. This computer
0: was the Osborne 1. Okay, we got it. Yeah, that's tough. I mean... Ah, That's huge. That's huge. Good thing we didn't have Sam this week. He was born in 2010. (laughs) What is a floppy disk? (laughs) Sam, have you ever used a floppy disk? Uh, I mean, the Ask Sam questions are always funny. Well, we got to three and two. I mean, we fought hard. hard. Yes. So.
2: That doesn't yeah. improve our average. No,
0: definitely. we go down. Uh, we are at now 66% down from 67% because uh-huh. we are now 50 to 75.
2: I mean, Nick's kick. I get the love of the show. No,
0: we're, we're 66%. Is. So we're over Jeff Fisher. We're not, we're not going that direction. Uh, I don't know. 66% in the, in the NFL. You're making the playoffs most years. So
2: we're here to win the whole thing, though. We're yeah. not here to backdoor. We're not here to Dobbs our way into the playoffs, get our break. And don't break-
0: don't throw that on Josh Dobbs. That's not fair to Josh Dobbs,
2: <laughs> who probably
0: knew the answer to the computer question. Oh, right?
2: I mean he would have gotten five and up.
0: Yeah, right. Uh all right, guys. Great show here on this Tuesday. We're talking about uh rebuild, reset, retool uh for the Titans offseason. Great conversation. Enjoyed that. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Uh, on another episode of A to Z sports live here in the mornings and like the show before you go, give us that thumbs up. if You're watching on Facebook or on YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And also hit us up with a Facebook like while you're at it, Buck rising will be live tonight. A to Z sports primetime at eight central time. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow on a Wednesday morning. Appreciate it as always.
2: Adios.